safe space in your podcast subscribe list. Have you had a cruel summer and you need more Taylor Swift? Well then you need to calm down because you belong with this. Forget the London boy, it's the Brighton sisters. It's a love story, baby just hit subscribe. I cannot remember how we do this. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes welcome back to our podcast it's been a while esther it's been a long while since we recorded like a solid month maybe yeah and it's my fault i will admit that because i well i am editing the little edity bits Mm -hmm. and it takes a long old while and uh you need a lot it's quite a lot and i have not had time to edit and do uni and record and all that so i'm so sorry that we've been very absent because i know you all miss us dearly (laughs) we were meant to record on friday and esther forgot anyway (laughs) yeah well we didn't need to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i'm not making you feel bad i understand life is life and gets in the way it does speaking of life how are you sophie oh well i am doing well i've just come back from a weekend away with the youth at my church and it was Amazing, and I'm buzzing. Oh, good. Sorry, I'm munching on a bagel. You do that. So, yeah, absolutely buzzing. And had a really good time. Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I um, Red broke me, but I'm doing well. Esther, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not talking about that until later. But can I just say, I had a red Taylor's version release party, and it was just so much fun. <laughs> uh, my nails are still red from it. I am embarrassed um, to be called your sister. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, you would have loved it, Sophie. Everyone there loved Taylor Swift and we were all yeah, singing along. I would have loved it. Did you listen to the whole album? Yeah. Did you listen to it in order or shuffle? Uh, order. Okay. And then we finished by watching the short film. Well, I have a slight confession. What? I haven't seen the short film yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sophie, I've watched it like seven times. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 14 minutes long and I have to be like, sitting down and properly focused and watching it and i just have oh my goodness i have a busy life what about like when you're like you've just woken up in the morning and it's like yeah, but oh, i won't I've be got a bit of time. fully aware <laughs> <laughs> see this is why a red taylor's version party's good i also haven't seen the other music video um what i bet you think about me it even just came out i just have it came out like a day after the album came out it is i thought it came out like yesterday <laughs> <laughs> came out on like monday okay well Maybe that long ago. Anyway, just because I have a busy life, you were saying that you were busy and you couldn't edit the podcast. I am busy and I haven't been able to watch a 14 minute music video, soz. <laughs> but you've listened to the song, right? Not obviously, I've listened to the song. Well, it's not that obvious considering you didn't listen to many, the music many, video. Many, many, many times. <laughs> many, 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 many times. I love that it's her most streamed song on Spotify right now. Yeah. And it's, it's like double. So, like, all to our 10 minute version has got like 30 million streams mm. and then the next most streamed of red is like 15 million like i just love that who releases a 10 minute song and it becomes the most popular song like i love it anyway we're not talking about red right now no we're not talking about red. this is why i said that's gonna we're not talking about this till later and then you just carried on <laughs> <laughs> how, okay. that's not um, how you're doing <laughs> i'm well okay i'm stressed with uni and life but i'm well I'm just keep. I'm just excited for Christmas, and I'm loving I'm this autumn so right now. So excited for Christmas, like Esther. I put my Christmas decorations I Christmas. up. You haven't done any Christmas shopping yet. Is 
my gingerbread fairy light gingerbread men fairy lights <gasps> are up we're gonna be we're gonna put up a christmas tree in the house we're not listening to each other we're just saying exciting yeah. things well, that no, we're doing i was telling us if you say we're not listening to each other you are listening to me because i was <laughs> in the middle of the story <laughs> Martin, like, bring me down Carry to on with your gingerbread fairy lights. Um, they're up. <laughs> I would show you, but I'm scared to move my laptop. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Sophie's laptop is a little temperamental right now. Which I will explain in the champagne problem. Which is a great segue. On to our next segment. I knew they were trouble because they've been troubling me. It's the champagne problem. Welcome to our second segment. This is Champagne Problems, where we talk about a first world problem that we've had this week and how we need to get over it and mm, the trick we have. Sophie, yes? what's your champagne problem? Well, probably you should ask. My laptop is basically dying, but it's working at the moment. But yesterday I tried turning it on, nothing was happening. Like the light was coming on, the fan was whirring, nothing on the screen. I think there's something wrong with the screen rather than like the internal working of the laptop. You can tell you don't do computer science. Well, <laughs> neither do you. <laughs> I don't know why you're throwing shade. <laughs> can you tell me what's wrong with it? <laughs> um, well, do you remember when my laptop broke down? That's because you kept hitting it. No, <laughs> no, not this one. That was my old one. <laughs> No, this one I never hit. This one just mm. decided to crash. Oh, and like a few I took months it ago. To... Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And I took it to um, um, this guy man. At the shop. <laughs> it was very overpriced, I will say, but that's okay. Mm. Um, I took him it to there and then he fixed it. I have had this laptop for three years now. I got it for Christmas three years ago. So it does feel like a long time. I don't know. It's just like the screen wasn't working. But then this morning, well, I first turned it on. And it started working, and then like the screen went like, and like had these mm. weird lights come up, and mm. it wasn't right. So I turned it off again, and turned it on, and then it started working again. I mean, the same thing happened, but this time it worked. Third time's a charm, and I'm drinking some water from a water bottle. Whoa! I'm gonna have some right now. If you want to listen? You have that water. I'm watching her drink it. Delicious and fresh. Esther, what's your problem? What's your problem, girl? I have many problems. Oh, oh gosh. I choose? Oh, gosh. Um, Esther. <laughs> the root of all my problems is that I'm a little bit ill. The root of all evil is money. Is that the phrase? Like, the desire to get it or the lack of? Or okay, the... well, my root of evil is... <laughs> also, I didn't say evil. I know. <laughs> you said root. <laughs> I'm not talking about money or evil. I'm just talking about me being ill. <laughs> sorry, carry on. I'm ill. Mm-hmm. I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry, I totally took you off track. I mean, that's basically oh, affecting everything I'm doing. But that's not my champagne track. problem. That's just a side. My champagne problem. Um, it's also technical issues. Yesterday, I was at uni trying mm-hmm. to... Because I'm making a short film for one of my mm. modules. I was trying to edit it and it just wasn't going very well. Mm. And then, it was fine. I edited it and I was quite happy with what I had. But then it came to like saving it and exporting mm. it. And it's a software. It's like this bougie, expensive software. It's not yeah. that expensive. It's like. But it is that bougie. At uni, they have like the softwares downloaded so you can use them if you just bring in the files and then edit it. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to the same computer. Like it doesn't save it onto the cloud okay. or anything. It's just the one computer. So, firstly, someone was using the computer when I went to the macro. <sighs> I was like, right, good. And then they left. A lot of trust using it. in people that they're not going to like come in and delete your work when they use the computer, you know? Well, it's only when you log into your account. Oh, it's really weird. But it doesn't weird. come up on any... Yeah. So I have this special bond with this computer now. 
Okay, um, well, don't anyway. Don't say that, Esther. <laughs> then I was having trouble like uploading the files. I had to like go get a memory stick from the library. Mm-hmm. Like it was all confusing. And then it wouldn't let me save it. And then I was like, okay, it's not gonna let me save it. Then I'll just export it so then I have the video. Mm. It's gonna be more tricky, but I can you know mm-hmm. edit the video. Then it wouldn't let me export it. Okay. So then I was just like, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I can't save it and I can't export it and it was just a mess mm. and I was like stressing out I was there for like an hour trying to figure out how to save or export it and I sort of figured it out sort of but my laptop doesn't have any uh, space on it so I couldn't like send the video anywhere I can't do anything with it so I've got it and it did save but now I just don't really know what to do because I don't know how to use it what are you eating bagel I was told I wasn't allowed snacks last time I tried to eat while recording. Which is my breakfast. Well, <laughs> how do you know the crisps were my breakfast? <laughs> anyway, also, I'm really excited because tomorrow mum's coming to see me and I'm really excited oh, about it. Oh, that's so nice. I know. The Christmas market is starting tomorrow. Is that why she's coming down? No, but we are going to look around. I've decided. She doesn't know that yet. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> Yeah, so this is where we talk about a song of the week. And this week we are talking about Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Are we? Yeah, we are. I was suddenly scared I'd done the wrong, wrong song. But obviously this. Um, so Sophie, do you want to kick us off with oh some yes, stats? it's me. Let me just get it up. A whole load of Sophie. <laughs> Isn't that what everyone wants? So this came out in 2019 and it is the seventh track on the studio album Lover. <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It is three minutes and 54 seconds long. It was written and produced by Joel Little and Taylor Swift. And it has had 110,105,906 streams. You recited that with such excitement. Do you want to back off (laughs) and (laughs) tell us what the song's about? Okay, here comes in my minimal research for a very heavily researched song. Mm -hmm. So this song is kind of two parallel stories. Mm -hmm. So she says one thing, but it means two different things, the whole song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one is a high school romance and the other one is sort of the political climate of Mm -hmm. 2019 and the social climate and how Taylor was Mm -hmm. treated back then. But she sort of uses the parallel of like a high school because I think that's actually a really good parallel because high schools are brutal. So yeah. that's kind of what it's about. It, I think the the name Miss Americana, because it's the same as the documentary, mm. that's like a, a good way to interpret it because the the things she talks about in the documentary. Mm. And it's like she was the like American queen, Miss Americana, mm. you know, American sweetheart. So are there any lines you can pull out that <clears throat> show that parallel sort of really well? Okay, well, I mean the whole song, but... Um, <laughs> So let's start at the beginning. (laughs) You know I adore you, I'm crazier for you than I was at 16, lost in a film scene. Mm -hmm. So when Taylor was 16, that's when she entered the Mm -hmm. music industry. That's when she released her debut album. Mm -hmm. And I believe when she was 16, she was in the Hannah Montana movie. When she released her first album, it was this crazy film scene of like, 
success, Tim McGraw, mm. country artist, woo, awards, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was like whirlwind. And then, you know, waving homecoming queens, marching band playing, I'm lost in the lights. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the shift where it says, American glory faded before mm-hmm. me. Now I'm feeling hopeless, ripped up my prom dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ripped up my prom dress can kind of be like a, a reference to reputation, maybe, because, you know, she's... She's been, like, the good girl and, like, the, I'm, mm. I'm playing a game to get mm. the media on my side. But obviously, she didn't do very well at that game. Not that that was her fault, but just the fact that the media, it, there's no winning with them, mm. which she sort of talks about later on. So she's saying she's ripped up her prom dress and she's running away from being, like, mm. the sweetheart. And she's like, I'm not going to play your games anymore. I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of what I feel happened with reputation. So then it talks about, like, no cameras catch my pageant smile, counting days, counting miles. It's just, like... The cameras in the media, they never catch her smile. They never catch her good days. It's always negative. They're always catching, like, her struggling or, you know, when something's gone wrong. They never catch the good. Yeah, and it's like her pageant smile is something she's putting on as well. Mm. So she's saying, like, I'm putting on this persona for people to catch and for people mm. to see. But no one's seeing that. People are just seeing when she maybe breaks because mm. she's putting on this pageant smile. Mm. Because she's putting so much effort into being something she's not, then that ultimately has consequences mm. but then that's all that people are seeing it's like i was watching an interview right because since uh red taylor's version came out she's been doing a load of interviews which has been fab and i was watching them and i was like why does this feel so different to when she was doing interviews back in the day mm. and so i watched an interview in 2012 mm-hmm. when red came out the original red and i was literally like she is so sad like mm. you can just see the difference in mm-hmm. like the way she's talking And I was like, this is really heartbreaking. But one thing the interviewer asked her was, so you've said one of the songs on this album you wrote to really annoy your ex. And she just sort of stopped and she was like, yeah, that's something maybe I said once when I was in a bad mood. Mm. And it's like no one catches like the... Because, you know, she's sitting there. like No one's catching like the the nice Mm -hmm. things she's doing. People are just being like, oh, no, you're just writing these to annoy your exes. Mm. She's like... Yeah, but everyone has bad days. Mm. It's just, it was really heartbreaking to watch. Mm. So yeah, that kind of reminded me of that a bit. I think the whole song gives me new romantics vibes. Mm. Just like... Interesting. They feel like they have, like, equal energy. (laughs) And just that, like, almost not caring anymore. Mm. And she's just like, whatever, this is who I am. Like, you know what I mean? And I think it's really interesting that it's called Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince because... A lot of people, I think, will say that Taylor Swift is the heartbreaker or the heartbroken. And just, like, she has that identity often in the media. Actually, the focus has been shifted now onto the guy, sort of saying, like, well, it's what he's doing. That's meaning she's mm. heartbroken, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. We've also got the another reference to the colour blue. The blue? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was about to say that. That's so cool. I think it's really interesting because it's, like, when I first listened to this song, I thought it was about... Because it says, it's you and me, that's my whole world. Mm. Like, I thought it was about Joe and Taylor mm. against, mm-hmm. like, the world. But I actually don't think it is about that. So when I heard that line, I was like, oh, we paint the town blue. It's like, because blue's his favourite colour. Mm. It's like, you know, they're sort of going around together mm-hmm. and making everything blue because, like, that's his favourite colour. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, a really cute little image. Mm. But I think the you in the song mm-hmm. is, in the high school parallel, it's the romance Mm -hmm. romantic interest person then in the sort of political climate Mm. modern day thing it's sort of the 
the world, the media image, because mm. she's like, it's you and me. She's she's holding on to that, and mm. she, as Miss Americana, she's like, she she wants that mm. like affirmation, and mm-hmm. she's doing so much work, like she's putting on these pageant smiles, and mm. she's uh, playing these games, and she's like, it's you and me, like this is what I'm working for, mm. but it's like a relationship, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So the paint the town blue line. It might just be a fun reference to the colour blue. It doesn't have any, mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't have any actual mm. meaning. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I guess if it is referencing her and the media and, yeah, her, that being, you know, it's you and me, you and that image and me, that person. Actually, together, they paint the town blue. And if blue represents Joe, it's, like, all the stories about him with the media and Taylor are being, like, brought up. That makes sense because I think was she more yeah. famous than him? I'm guessing. Um... I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, actually, him dating her, he was then like splashed over front pages as well. And actually, like, that's yeah. being painted. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what she meant when she wrote it. But that's just a fun way to look at it. Blue also is the color of the Democratic Party in the United States. Mm if you're talking like politically so that could have some relevance perhaps yeah it's so sad we paint the town blue i don't know like i don't mm. know if it's like a cheeky little reference to mm-hmm. uh, her political probably not <laughs> but it's, it's a fun thing to think about I, I also really like the line uh voted most likely to run away with you mm. because it reminds me of the lakes like because mm. i think it's like if it, this is also why i thought it was about her and joe because it's like voted most likely to quit and go away and run away to the lakes where all the poets went to die and mm. just be happy and like live in pretty nature and like, this idyllic scene and mm. yeah peace and it's also like a play on like the voted it's like politics again mm. I just yeah I think there's so many clever like mm. puns and references in the song I, th- I feel like it is just more it's more like visual like mm. You have like these visual lines and like mm-hmm. rather yeah, rather than like a narrative, mm. which is cool. And I think that voted most likely to run away. We all know what goes in a yearbook, uh-huh. <laughs> and it just like brings it right back to that school. Hmm. Were you voted for anything in your yearbook? <laughs> no, were you? I was nominated for most likely to become a nun, <laughs> <laughs> but I di- I didn't win. Oh. <laughs> I was well, I was nominated. Tragic. I, um... No, I don't even think most people knew my name in school. No, that's not a sad thing. I did. We used to hang out at school. No, we didn't really hang out during the day, but we walked home together. Yeah, you don't want to be seen with me during the day. That's not true. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So when it goes into verse two, that my team is losing, battered and bruising. I love the way, like, mm-hmm. the way it goes into that verse. Do-do-do-do-do. Like, it makes me feel like... <gasps> my goodness the whole music of this song is so tense and mm. like suspenseful mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my goodness what's gonna happen like it's so mysterious mm-hmm. and like you can see her like running through these high school corridors like looking around like what's gonna happen yeah yeah yeah. so I love like the feel and the mood that this conjures mm. conjures you mean con no wait it's not conjures oh wait <laughs> it's conjures conjures I don't know look it up i don't i started correcting you and now i don't know how what the right way to say it is oh it's conjure yes it conjures some nice images now i've said it too many times it doesn't sound yeah. right anyway so a bit further down where it says boys will be boys then where are the wise yes. men yes 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 and i can just i think it 
it's so clever because it's that whole narrative of like oh just let them you know boys will be boys it's fine they can just do what they want they just need to get their energy out they just need an outlet Mm. for their anger whatever and then the next bit like then people ask where are all these wise Mm. people that we need why are all these wise men it's like well we would have them if we nurtured that trait Mm. from a younger age Mm. but like if you're telling people they can just do what they want because they're a boy like that's the only justification you're giving (laughs) bless you oh my gosh um way to interrupt quite a deep you know social point (laughs) yeah if you tell people from the start of their lives like you can do what you want because you have more adrenaline or testosterone or you need to get you did an outlet for this and it doesn't matter where the outlet is like then yeah you're not gonna have many wise men (laughs) you know when they grow up yeah i think that's referring to something trump said i can't remember Mm. what it was yeah but um trump said something about like boys being boys or like Mm. like locker room talk was that like yeah and like the bit before that where you know when she's saying i'm feeling helpless i think she says helpless before and it's just hopeless before and like, american stories burning before me i'm feeling helpless the damn damsels are depressed like mm. she's like this country mm. that i love is falling to pieces because mm. uh, this guy that i don't necessarily agree with is in power mm. you know people are saying boys be boys like and they're not yeah they're not nurturing the like good traits mm. damsels are depressed because like it's not just distressed it's depressed it's mm. it's playing on that word but making it so much worse mm. and i think you know that's for a variety of reasons mm. one probably being the way that the former president treated women and then mm-hmm. them seeing how that person is in power that person mm-hmm. is in a position of authority and controlling mm. like the rights of women Mm. which is terrifying a very clever song mm. it's after a song like this though, i just want to be like taylor are you okay <laughs> you know <laughs> put up the um like the you belong with me music video sign like, you okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's just yeah one more line i wanted to talk about no cameras catch my muffled cries mm. that con conjures <laughs> a lovely well not lovely but like muffled cries like no camera like it's like reminds me of the handmaid's tale mm-hmm. how like there's these awful things going on and then this other con- i don't know if you know handmaid's tale at all but it's like this, really. like oppressive cult basically mm-hmm. and taken over like a part of america mm-hmm. and then then no one's allowed out no one's allowed in mm-hmm. and this other at one point this other i don't know where they're from but like some government people come mm. in and like have a look around and they can't say anything's wrong otherwise mm-hmm. you know they'll be hurt or mm-hmm. they'll be attacked so mm-hmm. these people come in and uh the main character just has to smile and be like yeah they treat me very nicely here i'm mm-hmm. very happy mm-hmm. when in reality that's not, that the, is case. not the case it's like mm-hmm. they're treated horribly and i think mm-hmm. it kind of re- reminds me of that like it's this kind of oppression where you 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 want to scream and say no everything's not fine but she has mm. to put on this pageant smile and she has to be like no everything's mm. fine because she doesn't want mm-hmm. you know her reputation to be attacked mm. uh, well, we can move on to our favorite lines now what's your favorite line then my favorite line going back is running through rose thorns i saw the scoreboard and ran for my life because mm. i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 i am 22 <laughs> uh, oh yeah now i love the imagery of of roses one i love roses i have some downstairs from my red party did i tell you about Mm -hmm. that no (laughs) Um, but i'm not surprised my middle name is rose 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they're gorgeous. They're so pretty. And you look at a rose and it's like, the if well, I'm talking about a red rose here. So like mm-hmm. the red, it's like such a deep red and it, they're so gorgeous. But mm. then they also have thorns, which are so painful. <laughs> um, mm. So like just a rose itself, the image of that is really pretty because it's like it's something that's so beautiful but has the capability to hurt you mm. but she actually says here running through rose thorns she's just all mm. the prettiness isn't even there it's just the thorns mm. so it's like at this point in in her career or in this high school romance in this high school scene there's only the thorns there mm. it's just the thing that's hurting her there's nothing pretty there anymore and yeah she's saying how she saw the scoreboard so like a scoreboard could mean so many things mm. the election mm-hmm. it could mean anything else because i feel like as celebrities you know you're rated and you're compared and that mm. kind of thing um, well it's like the top chart the charts yeah yeah it's like a scoreboard and it's yeah it's like how her whole life because her career is like a it is essentially a competitive industry like and it's like you're being compared and scored for everything you know with the grammys with awards mm. like it's it's it must be really heartbreaking mm. to be in that industry. Bien is talking about running for her life, and you picture her like running through these rose thorns, like getting hurt. It's just this really lovely image, I think, that comes up from mm. it. Not lovely, lovely the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Vivid. Mm. Yeah. What do you do? You like that? What do you think of that line? I think it reminds me of in Love Story when they kind of like go into the garden. I just get this image of like mm. her walking through a garden, like a rose garden, or like enchanted. I don't know. It just gives me that yeah. kind of vibes. But then it's like the flip side of that. So it's like what that's what it should be. Mm. Um, but that's not what it is because it's just the yeah. thorns. It was a good line. What's your favorite line? Thanks for asking. It comes in the chorus. Pretty classic. The whole school is rolling fake dice. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. I really love it. I think, yeah, the whole school, everyone's fake. And, like, the outcome, so, like, say you have a six-sided dice. Mm-hmm. If it's a fake dice, it's almost saying, like, you think you have options. And you think, you know, everyone says, you know, everyone has a choice. And there are so many options. Blah, blah, blah. But actually, if it's a fake dice, all of the options aren't real. All of the options aren't what's actually on offer. And it's almost like you've been lied to and there's a secret seventh mm. option that no one told you about um, yeah and I just think you play stupid games you win stupid prizes like yeah if you play games with the media the prize you win is fame but at what cost well sometimes mm. you get a good story and sometimes you get a bad story which is a dumb prize <laughs> um and just like I really love the idea of a stupid prize like not in a <laughs> not in the way that she means it but like I love the idea of playing a game and then being like, the prize is going to be uh, the first thing that I pull out of this cupboard. <laughs> and then it's like, I don't know, piece of paper or a pen or like something really mundane. But then also being like, well, what did you expect? It was a dumb game. Yeah. I just love that line. What do you think? Yeah, I really like it. I think it's like with like stupid games, stupid prizes, play a stupid game in the, with the media and you get a stupid mm. prize of being like popular, yeah. By be by ca- everyone counting the amount of exes you have, like mm. that's a stupid prize. Mm. It's a prize, but it's not a good one. Yeah. And the whole school is rolling fake dice. The whole school, everyone, everyone is 
sort of counting on things on this stupid game that mm. doesn't even make sense. It's all lies. Yeah. And we're actually looking at this right now in one of our modules about the Sun oh. newspaper and how it's all fake. Oh. Not this song. <laughs> Just how the newspaper is really fake. Mm. And how actually the Sun, one of the Sun readers said... You know, they read the newspaper for entertainment. They don't read it for the news. So That's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> and like... Read a book. If yeah. a fake story, read a book. Exactly. Don't have it depend on people's lives. Mm, like, yeah. There have been some horrific stories published in the sun mm. and the way they sort of treat like certain people. It's, it's mm. horrific. And I don't know, that's kind of what that made me think of. You know, everyone's rolling these fake dice and... Mm. It's... On that note, shall we rank it? I can't remember what the ranking oh, currently sure, is. Me neither. I'm pretty sure we do this every time. Yeah. So Esther, where do you want to put this? I okay. I probably would put it below the mat. Okay. That was not a happy look you gave me. I think I would agree. Actually, I think there are some really good songs on this mm. album. I think I prefer all the other ones. That's okay. So our list is now Lover, I Think He Knows, Cruel Summer, The Man, Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, I Forgot You Existed, mm-hmm. The Archer. Lovely. That was easy. <laughs> Look what you made me do, spill day on tea on you. This segment is Day Old Tea, where we talk about tea that's day old, or in this case, like five days old. But it's also still new. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. This week, we're talk- <laughs> this week we're talking about how Red Taylor's yes. version is out, and it's, it's very wonderful. exciting. That's basically that's that's it. That's the it's tip. very exciting. So, Sophie, what have you? What's been your excitement about um, Red Taylor's version? I have loved it. I love the new songs. I've had Babe yes. going around in my head on repeat, which is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. Message in a Bottle. Oh, Message in a Bottle is Bob. I was never like, because Babe, obviously, we knew Babe before. I mean, I didn't know it that well. I think I listened to it, like, once. (laughs) No, that's the thing. Like, I didn't really Mm. listen to it. I listened to it once, and I was like, yeah, it's it's fun, but I'm not like, whoa. Mm. Then when I listened to it on the album, I saw it, and I was like, I'm probably just going to be eh about this one. I listened to it, and I was like, Mm. I love this. This is so good. Why did I, why have I not listened to this that much before? It's a good one. Nothing new. Better Man. Oh, I just love Better Man. Oh, Better Man. Better Man is my favourite vault track. No, All Too Old Ten Minute Version is my favourite vault track. But then Better Man is a close second. Yeah, the All Too Old Ten Minute Version. I mean, I can't wait until we do All Too Well on this podcast. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> it is. It's probably going to be over oh, yeah. an hour. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> and I love Starlight, Taylor's version. I think it sounds mm. really cool and just, like, similar, but mm. just sort of reimagined, re-pumped up, like, Similar to Girl at Home, which is like really. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. Like Girl at Home, that was mm. wild. It sounded like I listened to it and I was like, this is a different. And I love song. it when it like cuts the music and when it's just like the drums for a bit when she's singing. It is really cool. We'll get into that when we do that song. And well, I was going to talk about the short film, but somebody hasn't seen, seen it. it. Well, we can talk about that when we do the song all too well. There's no point doing it now. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, I've just loved like listening mm. to it all again. And yeah, the pre- production of mm. all the songs is just so much better and it's mm-hmm. so cool. I bet you think about my music video. Also, I haven't seen that, but I will. It was fab. I bet it was. You're in for a treat. Okay. And I just love it so country, like mm. the song. It's like, it reminds me of something that she'd write when she was like 18. Mm. It would be on Fearless or her debut. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
it's really yeah it's really fun i really like Ooh, it but that song the line makes me think of like i bet i hope you think of me in um yes yeah yeah yeah. that's i think that's why it makes me think so yeah. much of old stuff anyway yeah it's good i think because red is a country album mm. i see it as a pop album mm. but like it's listed as a country mm. album I think it's the one where it starts transitioning. I think it's probably country yeah. pop. I mean, I think in Fearless she started transitioning. Like, You Belong With Me or in Love Story. It, it, Yeah, I see what you mean. It is very much like this is a pop country song. Like, mm. And I think Red's the album where she starts properly changing her look. Yeah, yeah. So she's no longer like the little girl with like wavy blonde hair. Cowboy boots. And cowboy boots. It's like a lot darker. Her hair's a bit darker and she's got fringe mm. and... She got a fringe in this? Yeah. 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 And just like a different look. I think this is the album that brings in the pop era. Oh, it's the night things changed. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's our tea. That's the tea. If you haven't listened to Red Taylor's version, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's been less than a week since it's been out. It's um, been and <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all I've listened to. I haven't listened to anything else. I listened to some <laughs> Christmas music. Anyway, <laughs> that's been our episode. Yay. I hope you enjoyed it. And... Next week will be Paper Rings. Paper Rings with a special guest. Is it? I haven't actually asked <laughs> yet, so we might not be a special guest. <laughs> Maybe. And then after that... Is Cornelia Street. Yes, and then we will be taking a break. Why are we going through this now? To let people know. <laughs> so yeah, after this, there were two episodes left of this mini-series. Woo. Okay. So yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. It's a love story, baby just hit subscribe